Itzens, Itzines, intestines. <laughs> intestines. Literally anything you can think of. Yeah. I would never change what I do. It's like the most exciting thing to find your dream job. Honestly, listen to every podcast in the world and you can listen to, you can read every book in the world and you can do all the research in the world, but you have to work out what is right for you. Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realize there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Holloway, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. We've had some incredible guests so far and have said before that I feel like I'm running out of positive adjectives to do them all justice. But today's guest is truly one of the world's most inspiring and influential leaders and very special to me as she topped off the dream guest list when I first started the podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am so thrilled to have the incredible Kayla Itzinas here for episode 10 of Seize the Yay. Kayla doesn't really need an introduction, having first become a worldwide household name through her life-changing bikini body guides. But just to recap quickly, Kayla is an Adelaide-born personal trainer, author and entrepreneur who has educated and encouraged millions of women around the world to improve their health and fitness. Her 28-minute workouts have revolutionized the fitness world, focusing on strength and confidence through both training and recipes. She has also released an amazing meal planning and workout app, Sweat, founded by her fiancé Toby and also featuring leading trainers Kelsey Wells and Sienna Elise. And at just 26 years old, she has created the world's biggest female fitness community with over 10 million followers on Instagram and 23 million on Facebook. Kayla's success has been recognized with many accolades, including Time Magazine's 30 Most Influential People, alongside the likes of Donald Trump and Kanye West, Cosmopolitan Woman of the Year, and the BRW Young Rich List. But more importantly, Kayla is incredibly down-to-earth and endearingly family-focused, embracing her Greek heritage and always making time for her relationship, her relatives, and her huskies, Ace and Junior. While most of us are well acquainted with Kayla's work and her online persona, I am so excited to share a snippet of the beautiful human being behind the scenes. Kayla has joined us from her hometown in Adelaide, from which she will never move, and I'm so grateful she made time in her busy schedule. Kayla, I am absolutely pinching myself to have you on the show. You are such an inspiration to so many of us and literally one of the most influential people in the world. And while you're so good at keeping it real, despite all the success, just an Adelaide girl through and through, which is what I love about you, I love to kick off with a little icebreaker in case anyone hasn't come across the empire before. Can you tell us the most down-to-earth thing about you? Definitely my family is the most down-to-earth thing about me. My grandparents that I see every day, my Greek, very Greek grandparents who do not have the internet, a mobile phone, a computer or anything. So I think that's um, what humbles me and brings me back down to earth every single day. I love that you guys all live, you live really close to each other, don't you? Yes. It's so sweet. (laughs) Uh, We live like one minute away from each other. Like it's actually hilarious. (laughs) I also saw in your stories today that you have a fear of mold and coral. I do have the biggest fear of mold and coral. 
That's so interesting. So embarrassing. So we were in the Maldives, Toby and I. We took a holiday. And Toby, like, I swam out of the water so fast. And he, like, came out of the water running, like, flipped off, like, these little flipper things. He's like, are you okay? Was there a shark? I was like, no, I'm so scared of coral. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the same. I can't swim over things that I don't know what's in it, like seaweed or kind of anything that's not just pristine pale blue water with like white sand it, clean. it just looked like mold to me just mold everywhere I just I don't even know anyway let's move past that. <laughs> all right so I'd love to start with your way TA so how you got from an Adelaide girl who has started off as a beauty therapist I believe to now one of the most influential people in the world so tell us about young Kayla were you cool at school did you go through an awkward phase did you have braces do you speak greek <laughs> yes to all of that um so i had a i went through, i did yeah i did go through an awkward phase like i think all kids did like i had a plate that gave me a list like i was really into sport i was just a sporty kid i was a sporty kid friends with everyone there was no our school wasn't really segmented into groups or anything like that everyone was sort of friends with each other so yeah i was just sporty kid growing up <laughs> that's the best <laughs> I can do for you and so from that how did you go from sporty kid to beauty therapist I didn't go to beauty therapist I, did, I was never a beauty therapist I just studied it in school because I wanted to make people feel good and I was like oh what can I study so I on the side didn't like hair and I was like do I want to do hair like do I want to do beauty do I want to do you know a hair and beauty package for people to make them I just wanted to make people feel good and I just couldn't see where I could fit sport into making people feel good. And then when I was like, all right, well, personal training is a thing. Like, do you think people would want to like, do training with me? So I did a personal training course and I honestly fell in love with it. Like I would never change what I do ever. I still do it today. I've got personal training clients tomorrow morning. I've already set up their circuit. Like um, it's like the most exciting thing to find like your dream job. Oh, that is such an amazing story. I love hearing about people who love their jobs because it's actually not as common as you would think. No. And like, I, yeah, I, I, when people complain about, you know, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that and I, and I hate working and I hate my job, it makes me so sad because I honestly like people say to me, oh, what would you do differently? Like, would you do, what would you be if you weren't a personal trainer? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I just love it so much. <laughs> I actually wrote that as one of the questions and then I deleted it because I, I always ask, <laughs> you know, if you had um, no kind of money or time or location requirements, what would you do? But then I was like, she'll say exactly what she's doing now. <laughs> exactly what I'm doing now. I absolutely love it. It's just fun. Like, if you if you ever, like, came to Adelaide and, like, saw one of my sessions, it's just, like, 16 girls in a room, like, loud music, doing exercises that I've never done before and just, like, they just feel like empowered and confident. I don't know. It's just the best feeling in the world. Oh, that's so amazing. So you and Toby started BBG together in 2013. So before we get to that, how did you two meet? You're just the most beautiful couple and I'd love to hear the story. We met in the gym. Technically, I saw him in the gym, but we met online. So um, I was on Facebook and we didn't, it wasn't really we met online. I was on Facebook and there was like um, a lot of comments under someone had posted a something and there was just like a lot of serious comments and there was just one like hilarious comment from this guy and I was like oh my god that is so funny and I actually laughed out loud so I liked it because I was like, and I think I called my sister over I'm like oh my god look what this guy wrote this is so funny and then um straight away I got a message from him being like oh hey you go to my gym and I was like oh okay what gym do you go to and he didn't have a profile picture <laughs> so I was like oh I don't know what gym you go to and he was like oh I'll go to the one in the city I was like oh yeah go to that one too he's like well next time you're in say hello and I was like well there's like photos of you sort of album it was photos from him when he was at school in year like 11 and 10 so I, was like, I must be a young kid and then yeah when I got to the gym he was like hello and I'm like 
oh, I have no idea who that is. And then he sent me a message on Facebook being like, I said hello to you and you kind of looked a bit shocked. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. And then I saw him again in like a big shopping center, like in a Westfield. And he was like, oh, do you want to have some lunch with me? And I was like, um, and I just thought this is so out of character for me. But I was like, oh, sure. Like, no worries. And I sort of walking next to him and I was thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> we sat in the food court and he literally pulled out a pre-made meal that he'd bought from home and was like, oh, do you want to eat anything? <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, like, these are my pre-made meals. I take them with me. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> And then, yeah, he was just like hilarious from there. Then he trained, we, like he was like, oh, I want to train you. And then like, we just went on a few dates and he was just the best. And yeah, so just, that's sort of history. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so interesting to hear how people got together, especially people who have been together for a while. Like Nick and I have been together for 10 years and, oh, wow. you know, like before apps and stuff. So I'm like, how did we actually turn hello into a date? Like, I don't, right. I, have, I have no game anymore. I don't know how I do it these days. Kelby and I always said that to each other. Like, I was, would have no idea. Like, if someone came up, we would just both just stand there, just very awkwardly. So, we're just happy we met when we did. So yeah. <laughs> and so, how did you decide to go into business together? So, how did BBG develop? And I think I understand you guys didn't actually name it, it was the community who sort of put a label on it which is amazing so how did it all start um the community started the hashtag we did call it bikini body guy but the only reason we did that's okay let me go back to the start toby and i started working together sort of we sort of fell into it because he was had personal training clients i had personal training clients but he also had a boot camp business on the side and i was like can i do some of like the boot camps for you if you're tired in the morning you've got clients i can do your boot camps for you and he was like all right we want to come to some of the training sessions he's like there's another trainer there you guys can do it together so i started doing the boot camps and they were called bikini body boot camps at um the beach and then people were seeing the transformations online from the boot camps and from my personal clients and so then when we released the program it was yeah bikini body guide and we called it that because we wanted to just wanted to sort of change the way that women saw the word bikini body because it was very one body type and it has to look like this and that's what people were thinking 10 years ago and now it's you know anyone who feels confident in a bikini so um we've sort of changed the way that people think about those words and yeah it just sort of took off from there and then people started calling it bbg and we're like all right we like that too that's awesome <laughs> and you did kind of start at the beginning when all of this, you know, it's so trendy these days, but you guys were right at the very beginning. And now you've grown to not only changing so many people's relationships with their bodies and wellness and such a good emphasis on strength rather than just visuals, but now you've gone on to do a BBG world tour and you've got an app in 2015. I think it started as Sweat with Kayla, but became Sweat in 2017 and now mm -hmm. two books. And it's just become an empire. Did you ever expect at the beginning that it would become this big? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best answer that I can get. Obviously, okay, so like growing up, you know, like growing up in Melbourne or growing up in Adelaide, it's not Hollywood, it's not it's not New York, and not everyone's like, you know, rushing around trying to like make it. Like, I'm, look, I'm putting a stereotype on on people um, in New York, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a fast-paced city, whereas Adelaide's more chilled and more slow. So the fact that we even had clients at all was absolutely amazing to us. The fact that we had a boot camp that was successful was amazing to us. And then even the fact that people were buying the product online, we were so happy. So having all of this come, it sort of just rolled out naturally and really organically. And it's just been so, so amazing and, and it hasn't stopped yet. And there's just more to come towards the end of this year as well. So that's going to be exciting. Oh, so exciting. How does it actually feel? I can't even imagine. I 
I mean, I have like not even a percent. I'm so bad at maths. I'm like, how do I divide my percentage? But a very, very small percentage of the followers that you have. And I still feel like it's sometimes quite surreal that so many people genuinely care about what you're doing and are invested in what you're doing. How does that feel to have like half the world following everything you're doing? And is it surreal? Do you feel famous? Like everyone no. knows who you are. No, 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 not at all. Like I, I, it's not till you actually travel, I think, um, and meet people. So you, you'd know in your job, like you would, you would see someone and you'd really like them, and then you'd interview them, and you'd be like, oh, okay, like I've, I've actually, I'm actually here, like I'm actually interviewing this person. Um, so it's the same with me. I, I could see it online. I was like, this is, this is getting big and this is getting huge, and I want to be able to meet all these people. So that's why we did the boot camps. And it's not until you get to the boot camps that you really understand like what is happening, and you really sort of, I don't know how to explain, it sort of hits you in the chest a little yeah. bit. You're like, oh, wow, this is this is huge. Not only for me, but for these women that th- this program has just changed their life. It's like the most incredible feeling in the whole world. But no, I, I don't I don't consider myself famous, but I do consider myself recognised for what I do, which is, which is really uh, good for me. That's what I want. It must be such an amazing feeling to be known for what you're passionate about and to yeah. have watched it grow because you, you are so passionate and genuine about it that it's become, you're, you're a worldwide household name and that's amazing. That is so mm. exciting. <laughs> it's so weird when people say it. <laughs> I know. You must read your bio sometimes and think, is what? that yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, but I'm super proud. I always like put my head on Toby's shoulder. I'm like so proud of us and he's like, I'm proud of us. Yeah, so it's good. I think that's another thing that you're really well known for is that Along the way, you celebrate the successes. I think so many people, I don't know if it's just a tall poppy syndrome thing or if it's um, just our inbuilt like negative self-doubt, self-protection mechanism to just say, oh, no, it's not that big. Like, oh, you know, they put down their success. But I love that you guys really celebrate it. You're you're proud of what you've done and you never oh, put yourself so down. You know what? It actually is like a big learning for us and that actually took a lot. Like I'm not going to say that we like were always like that. We weren't. We were always – not always, but we, at the start, it's very go, go, go. And I, I think people that are listening to this that start up a business, you don't have time or you don't think you have time to celebrate things because there's always something coming next. Um, but we actually sat down one day and we're like, we actually need to celebrate all the cool things that we're doing because everyone else is celebrating for us, but we're not actually stopping and being like, wow, look what we've done. Um, so we actually like made that sort of like a goal and, and of ours to actually celebrate the things that we do and it's been so much better since we've grown so much closer toby and i have grown so much closer and our company has, has grown so much closer just just celebrating things that we do together as a team yeah it's so important otherwise sort of what's it all for if you're not going to stop exactly. and, and acknowledge it all mm-hmm, exactly and now the company's grown so big and there's so many different balls in the air like tech and then events and even just running your own platforms in your community what is your role day-to-day now so it obviously would have started as quite intimate management because it was just the two of you but as that's grown have you found like I know Toby's the CEO of Sweat do you have Mm -hmm. a particular role or how do you guys split your roles so um, if you can imagine Sweat as like the host and then there's um, trainers with their own programs I'm in charge of BBG and my program and my community so I'm filming content I'm doing my training sessions I am posting on Instagram, you know, handling all sort of BBG, Kayla, it's even related uh, content. And then um, obviously the other trainers handle their own content and Sweat handles Sweat as a whole. So, um, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing every single day, replying to DMs. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to ask, do you run the account and do you still do that directly? Yeah, so I do everything. The only thing that um, we have is a customer care help with direct message questions and if the customer care can't answer because they're normally something like oh how can I reset this week or something that they can answer if they if it's something that's really personal um will go straight to me and then I'll answer myself 
Oh, that's so lovely that you still do that. I honestly don't know how, but that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So getting all your content, like you are prolific in producing content, which is amazing because it's always approachable. It's always in your studio and really easy and relatable. Is Toby, does he help with that? Is he a good Insta husband? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Toby used to, back in the day, he used to help me do my videos. We've just sort of worked out that like it's better that we stick to our own, how do I say it, like not tread on each other's toes. So like we don't train together. Wow. (laughs) I love him. Yeah, we don't, but he does his own style of training. I do my own style of training. We've worked that out. We both will just laugh at each other on the other side of the gym. <laughs> and then when it comes to um, Instagram videos, we actually have like someone from the office that will help me do my videos, like film my videos for me. Because it used to be Toby then, but I, but I used to like, he used to nitpick at me and I used to nitpick back. I'm like, you need to stand there. You're in my shadow. You need to move out. <laughs> so now it's better to just have someone who knows what they're doing behind the camera it's great oh absolutely whatever it takes to preserve your at-home relationship and your business oh, relationship 100%. one of the really big things that bbg i think was you know the first to do are the transformation photos mm-hmm. and one of the things i love the most about them is that most of the time they're not what you expect they're not just a bit larger to drop two sizes or no abs to abs they're often like really skinny to strong yeah and not the mold that you expect from a before and after which is so amazing yeah one. i think what, like it, i was sort of sick of uh, we, if you think back 10 years ago you all used saw were those um tv ads that sort of had a body type it was almost like a cartoon and then the cartoon would shrink oh yeah and i was like that's sort of like the before and after like sort of thing that they were getting in people's hands and i'm like it's not very well it's, it's not really appealing and it's not really relatable for 99 of the community so that's why we did the transformation photos to show real women and then not only did we do that but we also put a link to their profile so you could go on their profile and you could see their journey and you could read their story i think that was what grew the community the way that it did. And it's so nice that each like individual members get recognized for their progress. And I think it really is something that made people understand that you're out there for real women in the community. It literally yeah. is real real women in the photos. What are some of the most memorable transformations that you've seen? Do any stick out in your mind that you're sort of oh, like there are so many. So I honestly spend every single morning. So you know the save button has been my favorite thing in the entire world that Instagram has updated with their platform because I've been able to save <laughs> transformations because I used to do them on the spot. I used to try and find them on the spot so I used to like be up at all hours trying to find people's transformations now I'm able to save them so every morning I save transformations that I find that that are doing BBG and I upload them so I I don't have one that's special because there are so many that are special there are like women that the the one I like I like I like talking about is these two ladies who are friends and they've got five kids each that's 10 kids and they still manage to yeah and they still manage to do BBG together and work out together and they've had amazing results together. I can actually link you and their profile, but it's, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So there's just like so many women like that. I like can't pick one because there's, there's millions. Oh, that's so amazing. I can't even imagine how many you get tagged in. I can't imagine that feeling of that rewarding feeling when you're like, I helped them achieve that. That's just the best feeling in the world. Yeah. So do you still train, you, you mentioned you do still train clients in person mm-hmm. and is that, I find sometimes having an, an online business that when we opened the cafe, it was so nice to be able to add a, a real person-to-person element to that as well. Yeah, definitely. How many clients do you have time for? Like how many do you still keep on? So um, it's hard to keep track because this is what we call the silly season. So people are going away and doing things. But um, generally there's 16 girls per session. The sessions run for half an hour in the mornings. So they're booked. The sessions are booked. Whether they... They come or not, <laughs> here or not, is up to them. But there's always room for 16. Um, and we also do staff training at night on one day a week. So the staff get to know, you know, sweat and how it works. And, and my program, BBG, and I wish 
you know, the other trainers were here because they could get to know the whole sort of way. But we just do training together just to, you know, bond. And it's, it's helped me as well get to know because we've got new people coming on all the time and it's like great to get to know everyone so it's good yeah and good to get feedback probably as well from the people you're working really closely with definitely and that's you know what we focus on and why our product has done so well because we concentrate on the feedback from not only our employers um, but the feedback of the community every single day so we're always providing women with what they want yeah we've been really careful to you know a lot of people like why do you spend so much time on instagram and i'm like because it's real-time feedback all the time Mm -hmm. it's like a survey every day every day (laughs) (laughs) what about your own training i know that you i think i've heard before at 2 p.m every day you carve out time for your own training whereas I know a lot of I've changed it I've changed it every oh. three days I've changed it to the morning oh. I tried a morning session at like okay it's not really the morning it's 10 at 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> that's morning <laughs> I've changed it to 10 um, only because I actually train with my, one of my family members and they can they said look I can only do morning sessions now and I'm like look I don't train in the morning I train at two o'clock after my breakfast and after my lunch I feel like I've got good energy but I've actually tried training just after breakfast with a Turkish coffee oh um, and yeah no it's worked perfectly so in the last three days I've trained 10 a.m and I do my 6 a.m walks with the dogs or just by yourself no 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 no, no. those walks okay anyone listening that if you have two big dogs that one wants to walk one way and one wants to stop and smell everything <laughs> doesn't count as a list walk for me so this is like low intensity steady state so you have to be walking at a steady state and when you've got two huskies pulling you in two different directions it's not steady state for me um so i usually do my walks at 6 a.m by myself on the treadmill for 30 minutes and then i'll walk them later which i basically just take them to the park and take them off the leads so they can run around like crazy oh they're so cute they are cute and did it take you a while to set up those times and carve them out for yourself because i can imagine you have you're being pulled in so many different directions all the time and it's so easy to let your own priorities come last when you're in a role that has a community that you feel obliged to did at the beginning you know was it hard for you to make time for that well it's sort of different for me because firstly my time that I train is very unrelatable to 99% of the population that's 10 a.m in the morning a lot of people can't do that but secondly also my job is health and fitness yeah so it's not like my job was sitting at a desk and doing whatever it is it's like I'm actually up on my feet anyway so it's actually quite easy for me to take the time to be able to train also I book my sessions in three three to four times a week mostly three times a week in my calendar so even when the staff like today like the staff will be like oh okay you've got like this this podcast you've got to do this but I know you've got training at two o'clock or ten o'clock or whatever it is so we won't book it for then so then like I've made sure it's like booked out my calendar so no one can disturb me in that time. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually found that to be one of the best time management tips just to prioritize is to treat fitness or just appointments with myself like a walk or a meditation or even a massage to treat them in my calendar the same as a meeting because otherwise psychologically you don't take it the same like to the same level of seriousness yes if you just say i'll do it tomorrow it just does not work yeah it never happens (laughs) and what about your nutrition so there's a lot of meal plans in the sweat app Mm -hmm. which is amazing but what about your own eating so it's a Mediterranean diet. I love that you eat bread and pasta. It's very you see my amazing. Today. You need to see my Instagram. Story it today. looked delicious. I was like, I want a yeah yeah. Oh, Why don't no. I have one? Anyone has had like had not seen that story. It was at ten a.m. in the morning that I said I was sort of a little bit hungry, and she put a bowl of pasta and two pieces of bread in front of me and was like, "Eat this," and <laughs> you'll be like, "Oh my god, pasta at ten a.m. I will have it." So that's not a normal thing for me to do, but um, because my grandma made it, of course, I'm going to say yes. But yeah, balanced diet, fish, a lot of olive oil, um, salads every night, um, not not salads for dinner, salad as a side dish, um, meats, protein, 
carbs, basically everything. I just don't have um, a lot of deep fried foods. Yeah. I know you're also a big fan of green tea and did a Matcha Maiden interview for us at the very Ooh. beginning, which was a highlight in my career. So what? tell us about green tea. Do you drink coffee? You do drink coffee. I do. So I've got to alternate <laughs> between <laughs> green tea and coffee because I don't want to have too much caffeine. Look, I just like green tea for me is a great substitute for coffee, especially because in Australia we have like our milk coffees, which can sometimes on a really hot day make you feel a little bit sick if you're like me and a bit lactose sensitive. Um, so having a green tea just gives me energy, but also it's herbal. It's warm water, which is like really great as well for digestion. My favorite green tea which of course I'm going to say it is but I had the first time I ever went to Nobu have you been, you've obviously been to Nobu yes in yes yeah right they, so they have this amazing matcha tea there um so that was the first time I ever fell in love with like a matcha tea and so everywhere I go I, I will get a matcha tea it's on the menu over um over a coffee yeah oh that's so nice to hear <laughs> we love it so matcha matcha <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Best. All right. <laughs> do that one. And you also stopped drinking in 2011, I think it was. So I stopped drinking about six years ago and haven't missed it. So how's that gone? And how? What brought that on? And did you ever have like a party phase, or did you no. just skip it oh, altogether? Look, I, no, I just like I tried it. It wasn't for me. It was, I, you know, I, I honestly like I looked at my friends and like, yeah, oh my god, they're having so much fun. Like maybe I'm in a. It just was not for me. And every time. I had it, I just did not feel well. I had basketball the next day. Like it just wasn't worth it for me. And then I was just like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm over it. I'm just going to just pretend. Actually, yeah, for a while there, I just pretended I had a drink. So I would just get ice and lime and water when I went out. And everyone was like, what are you drinking? I was like, I don't know. Just whatever. They didn't really ask. I just had something in my hand and they didn't really care. And then after that, I just honestly said, no, nah, I just don't drink. Honestly, I just don't drink. And then it was why, why, why? And they just got over asking me after like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people pester you a lot, but I think it's interesting that if you stick to your guns enough, eventually the tables turn and they're sort of like, oh my gosh, you have you have weekends where you're alert and enjoying life. I'm like, yeah. I honestly don't even, yeah, I don't even think about it. Like people will give, um, like if we win an award or whatever, they'll give Toby like a bottle of alcohol, whatever. It just honestly will just sit in a cabinet and just nothing will ever happen to it. But, you know, it's a nice gesture, but we just don't drink it. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who get the re-gift. Like they, I know they. Oh, yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of awards, there's been so many incredible highlights in your career and life. I can't even imagine you know, how, what it feels like to just be in a string of growth and success. But what would be some of the ones that stand out for you as like the most pinch me moments? Um, well, not necessarily an award that would stand out, but just like things like the boot camps, they're, they're, the, they're the standout moments for me. Winning like an awards, I don't know, for me, it's just like, it's, it's, it's amazing and it's amazing for the company, but it's normally a company award and not necessarily like a Caleb Zenas award. Like we like export awards, e-commerce awards. I feel like that's very businessy. Um, but yeah, ours is like our pinch me moments are definitely the boot camps. Yeah, I think you packed out a whole stadium in the US. I can't even imagine what that feels like. It was the best thing ever. We did the Rose Bowl. We did Basketball City, like in New York, in LA, did the Rose Bowl. Like we've just like, oh, it's just been the best thing ever. Like honestly, getting out on the stage and seeing those, like the women, you just like, oh, you just, I don't know, you've you got to be there. It just hits you in the chest. It's the best feeling in the whole world. And be able to meet them after. Always make sure to do a meet and greet. And we don't charge for the boot camps either, which is good. Oh, that's so, so wonderful to make what you're doing accessible. I think that's one of the big things in health and fitness is that because it's such a booming industry, which is amazing to see the world go that way, it sometimes is made 
not very accessible to everyone, which is yeah. you know, a bit difficult. Yeah, it is, definitely. On your way, have you, I'm sure you've gotten to meet some incredible people. Have you fangirled anyone? I was trying really hard not to do that to you today because I was like, oh. the audio, <laughs> if I squeal too much, the audio will blow it out. So <laughs> have you had any of those moments? No, I'm not actually like, if you if you know me, you know me for a while, like you know that I don't really like fan girl I'm like excited to meet the community I'm excited to like have a meet and greet with the girls and uh, sometimes like I know that if they don't know that they're coming I get nervous like I'm more nervous than them <laughs> oh you're cold I'm like oh yeah cold like meanwhile I'm like shaking in the corner like oh my god I'm so nervous <laughs> oh. um no I haven't really like met anyone like, I met I've, I've met people but I've never really fangirled over someone I just have, I have like a mutual respect for like everyone in the world so yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, you've definitely more cool, calm and collected than I am. <laughs> Speaking of being nervous, it's really reassuring, I think, for a lot of people listening to hear that you still get nervous. And to me, I get asked it on a smaller scale a lot if I still get nervous. And I think the fact that I do get those feelings is just a sign that you still care. And the day that I don't get jittery is like the day that I think, oh, am I doing this right? Am I? Is this the right opportunity? So right. moving now to your NATA. What are some of the challenges that get in the way of you seizing your yay? So self-doubt is a really big one that I love to talk about. Has that impacted you at all? You know what? Like, yeah, definitely. I think like us as women, we have like, I think I think even men, whatever, it, we all have self-doubt when you're in a position of, you know, people looking at you or, you know, people looking at your life. And there's always like, I don't ever look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like worthless. Like I'm not even meant to be. I've never done that, but I've always thought like, you know, am I am I doing enough? Am I saying enough? Can I be there longer? Can I do more things? So, so it's almost like, am I doing enough for people? So I think I think things like that. And then I guess like things that are hard in like the business in the business world is just like your work life and your balancing it with your with your home life or your family life if you have a family so yeah there's just lots and lots of difficult things but they're um sort of outweigh by like positive things that happen so it's good and what about strategies to help you through that kind of negative self-talk I find that a lot of it is obviously just being aware of it and aware that it's just a natural reaction but not necessarily the truth but also you know being surrounded by the right people and in the right environment you know do you have a close network around you yeah, but not or? even like it's not even that it's just like you don't have those you don't have those feelings as often or they're not as strong if you have an amazing community around you and that's like sort of something that we built unintentionally so whenever I'm feeling that I might say like I might mention like you know I hope I'm doing enough or I'm hope this is okay for you or do you want me to do anything and like it will just be one comment that makes me feel better but like Kayla, thank you so much for taking the time to be able to make all these videos for us. I understand that that would be hard for you. Something like that. And I'm like, oh, wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and with the business being based on social media, have you had any downsides to that? I find sometimes that because the community is so active and based on that platform that I do feel like I want to give more and because you do get wonderful feedback, I get a bit too connected and I sometimes find it hard to put my phone away, hard to not answer all the DMs in one go and, you know, hard to be in the 3D world as well. And then there's also, you know, you get haters, you get endless comparison when there's so much visibility of other people's lives, which is inspiring, but at the same time, we're women. I think we get in our heads a lot about that. Do you find that social media has that kind of downside for you of not being able to switch off? And how do you put boundaries? I mean, look, in place you know what? That? Like, I'm so honest when it comes to this that like, people are like, oh, you know, where, when do you switch off? Um, never. 
So uh, <laughs> never ever switch off, which is fine because I like it. Like I've got such a cool community that I actually like being on my phone and obviously Toby's on his phone as well. It's not like we're both sitting on the couch like one meter away from each other on our phones, not talking, but we are on our phones from when you can be to when you can't be. And, you like it. and you know, the, the community again is so supportive. You know, and we've got negative comments, of course, like, oh, you'll see it. Like she looked better before. Or, I liked her body before. Or, she did this before and it was better than that. Like whatever, whatever it is. But we've got such a good community. They're like, it doesn't matter. Like, stop talking like that she feels better now and she has never been happier and she overcame this so that's what the message is about I almost don't have to say anything anymore Um, whereas at the start I felt like I was constantly trying to justify people's behavior no you can't say that about her please don't bully her right at the start very very start but now it's sort of like once you build such a good community it's almost like a family they'll defend you no matter what yeah it's really nice to see them like self-correcting anyone who steps out they kind of just step in straight away yeah 100 percent. and i love that you're so refreshingly honest about it because you do hear so many people being like oh look you know it's all about balance it's all about turning your phone off at 7 p.m and you're like no well it's not don't be silly no i'm joking (laughs) you know what power to you if you can do that but we honestly we, we don't we spend so much time together Toby and I spend so much time together we also talk a lot about work but it's such a passion of ours and we get so excited like Toby's like oh look I've got this like whole presentation I'm like all right you put the laptop down and then I'll do the slides and you do the presentation to me and he's like okay and it's like my mom is like what are you two doing <laughs> like I don't know we just think it's fun <laughs> do you find it hard to work together like Nick and I have also been you know in business together for three and a half years now and I went from having a a legal career that was so separate to what he's doing to being in each other's pockets and we're particularly good at spending 24 7 together but it did take still some time to adjust to new roles and separating our departments so we weren't like you were saying before you know stepping on each other's toes how do you guys balance that have you had challenging moments or is it generally smooth sailing do you know what I think like the most challenging thing for Toby and I was when we actually lived at home together and worked from our house because we were doing we're first trying to do the BBG thing so I would I was confusing my home life with our work life so I'd be like I would come in like while he was working I was like look you put your clothes next to the clothes basket like why don't you put it in the clothes basket now he's like he calls me cherub he's like cherub working and I'm like, yeah, but, and I'm like, okay, well, this is getting hectic. We need an office. <laughs> once we got the office, it was so much better because we were able to segment into like our areas that we're like confident in and the areas that we're able to grow in. And so we just don't step on each other's toes and we both come home at night and talk about what we've done rather than actually being on top of each other all, t- all day, every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. That was the same for us. We didn't have allocated working spaces, so we'd work on the bed. And oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, it's like such a recipe for disaster, you know. We'd be like just going to sleep and like, you know, other people would be like, oh, sexy time. And I was like, babe, the bass? Have you done the bass? <laughs> like- <laughs> the bass. That's like Toby. Like Toby will come home, like this is back in the day, and he knew, like he'd come from the gym and I was like, do not sit on the bed. Do not sit on the bed because you're dirty. The bed is clean. Like it was just, <laughs> that's our arguments. At least that's our arguments and nothing else. So it's great. So he's the clean freak. No, I am. Oh, you're the clean freak. Oh, I cool. am the clean freak. No, 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 no. He would literally not shower for three days and have fun sleeping in our bed. It's not. <laughs> everything must be clean and perfect. <laughs> And then because you are so passionate about your work and you are in it together as well, and it is, you're, you are connected all the time, 
Do you get exhausted or kind of close to burnout because you're traveling a lot? There's lots of appearances and it's lots of expenditure of energy outwards. So how do you look after yourself and how do you stay grounded and how do you choose what to do and and when it's too much and you're starting to feel a bit exhausted? How do you manage your energy? Um, So like for anyone who's like listening and just getting started, you actually have to learn that yourself because when you get started, you want to do everything and then you burn yourself out and then you want to do everything the next day and then you burn yourself out and then by the end of the trip, you're honestly just like, get me out of this country um so now we've actually like worked out like just just things you need to work out yourselves you need to work out places that you enjoy staying where you enjoy sleeping you need to work out your sleeping pattern so when you're going to go to sleep in that country whether or even if it's in australia like when you're actually going to go to sleep when you're going to wake up work out your priorities like what is a priority what is not right now what you can do online for a person rather than having to be there in person and and really focus on yourself first and stay hydrated because <laughs> because after all you're basically just a house plant with more complicated emotions <laughs> right and like and everyone and if if you get the opportunity to be in a position where you know you're wanted by everyone and everyone wants to speak to you you need to understand that you also need to put yourself first as well and 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 people will, you know, understand if you say, look, just give me a second or I need to have this nap or whatever it is. But yeah, you do try and do everything at the start. It is really hard. I think that's really reassuring because sometimes from the outside in, you know, now when you, I look at you on social media, I'm always like, gosh, Kayla's got such good boundaries. She's trained at a particular time. You've learned to manage exactly what you need to be able to serve your community. Yeah, and I learned it though. <laughs> yeah, but that's why it's so reassuring to hear the behind the scenes is that no one starts out that way. You just, no way. you do have to sort out along the way what works for you. And it's lots of trial and error, like lots of going too far one way, too far the other. And it takes yes, time. You can honestly, listen to every podcast in the world and you can listen to, you can read every book in the world and you can do all the research in the world, but you have to work out what is right for you. What is right for me, like me working out my sleeping patterns and me working out a place to, you know, just what hotel I like best or what people I like working with. Yeah, that's okay for me, but. For someone else, like they've got a completely different job that's unrelatable for them. They need to work out, you know, what's right for them. So, yeah, it's important that, you know, you understand that everyone, they are where they are because they learnt to be that way. Absolutely. And I think it's so hard because you do get given so much conflicting information and we spend so long listening to that and not actually learning just to listen to our own bodies. That for, You know, for years I was like, why isn't this working the way that it did for that person? And then one day I just was like, because right. I'm not them. Not yeah. <laughs> What are your sleeping patterns? Like how many hours do you need Eight. per night to – oh, oh, good. That's yeah. a decent number. Yeah, what about – I'm like, and Toby knows my line. I like look at Toby. I'm like, Toby, what am I going to say? He's like, you need your eight hours. I'm like, yes, I need my eight hours. So we need to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, but I'll make sure that I get eight hours of sleep. So, yeah, it's like something that's huge for me and Toby. And we, we talked about this. Again, I had to learn this because we wanted to do everything. And we're like, all right, what is the minimum amount of sleep that you need? And I was like, this is not working. Yeah. Like, it's actually making us both so sick and tired and not okay. And I was like, you know what? It's actually like a sign of self-respect when you actually look after yourself. So, like, not sleeping is not cool. Yeah. Like, you know how people are like, I only got two hours. That's not cool. That's not smart. Like, that's not good for your body. So we're just like, why don't we get eight hours and actually have some respect for our bodies. Absolutely. I used to wear, you know, when I was in corporate, as a lawyer, like it's a badge of honor. The less sleep you can survive on, the more strong you must be. And yeah, I bought into that. And then one day, obviously I crashed and ended up with adrenal fatigue and was like, well, that 
didn't prove anything to anyone, did it? Literally no. And people people would not like tell you the truth. They're like, I got two hours. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get two hours sleep. No one can get two hours sleep. Stop being silly. Only mums that are like, yep, mums, I believe. Yeah. Anyone else, no. Yeah. <laughs> so the last segment I call Play TA, and I think this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to start the podcast is because we're so busy all the time talking about what we do, what we've achieved, what our output is, and that's very often separated from actually what makes us happy. There's a big disconnect for a lot of people, but also we introduce ourselves as our name and then what we do instead of mm-hmm. who we are. So if I asked you who you are, not what you do, what would three words be that you would describe yourself as? Greek. <laughs> like, I like chilled, humble, Greek. <laughs> That's literally what I can explain myself as. Or I can literally go the other way and be like clean freak, runs around all day. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is my favorite segment because this is where you get to know those things about people, like what they think about themselves outside of what they do. You know, it's so exciting because you don't get to see that. I think you we get to know everyone's. 2D persona and that's usually around their work mm-hmm. and then the, the 3D person behind the scenes is that's the bit that makes me so excited oh good <laughs> you know we were talking about how when your passion is your profession play DA is kind of your work so boundaries are really difficult and like when I go on holiday I find it really hard to relax in the first couple of days mm-hmm. in your day or in your year or week or whatever how do you and Toby identify with each other outside of work like do you do anything that's not for learning Like I even found with podcasts, I was listening to only like self-development business podcasts and I was like, I just need to listen to some crappy crime fiction or, you know, Netflix. Do you watch TV? Do you play board games? I love Netflix. I love like, I just want to even Netflix, like like Stan, whatever it is. Like I like me and Toby have, yeah, this like we'll watch specific shows together and then we get angry at each other. Like if one watches like a little bit more of it of a show like on the treadmill than the other one. I'm like, did you watch more of this? Because he's like, oh, wait, watch this. I'm like, you watched more? Like, you watched more? He's like, oh, yeah, okay, I did. (laughs) uh, Again, pointless argument between Kayla and Toby. um, (laughs) We're exactly the same because we travel, like I'm sure you guys are the same, we travel separately a lot and like I'll watch a couple of episodes ahead and then forget that I have to like rewind it back to where I was so that he doesn't know that I've gone ahead. (laughs) Or I'm like, I'll just fast through these, fast forward like through the episode and I'll tell you what happened. He's like, this is not good enough. <laughs> what are your go-to um, shows? So at the moment, watching Peaky Blinders. Oh. We watched like Blacklist. We've watched um, oh my god, we've watched everything. I can't even like we've watched most of the cool Netflix shows like Sinner and God. I can't even like go through them, but there's been so many. Like I love Dexter. That was like my favorite because there were so many seasons. Ah, oh, yeah, good one. <laughs> I watched Drop De- Drop Dead Diva by myself. But, yeah. <laughs> you would actually love that one. I haven't watched it. I've, I've yeah, just... loved it. She's like a like a. Oh, it's just hard to explain, but yeah, she's like a lawyer, but she's not a lawyer because she's in someone else's body. And anyway, it's great. You'll just love it. Oh, yeah. I've run out of shows because I'm like, it's my way to unwind at the end of the day to completely disconnect from everything. So I have to watch shows like that that are completely unrealistic. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I can't relate to any of this. I love it. Like, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I'm either watching like really intense crime or like I was, I've been watching Dynasty, which is again, like super, super wealthy Americans that there's like a murder in the town every two days, nothing to do with my life at all. But just like like Orange is the New Black, they all just take yeah. you away. Yeah, that's it. And you get attached to the characters and then they die and then you get upset. <laughs> <laughs> and what about date night? Do you guys – what would your ideal date night be together? Oh, just like go to like a good restaurant that's like semi-quiet and just sit and 
eat together. It's just like we're just we're just lame. <laughs> We're exactly the same. I just, you know, I, and you're so young as well. The other day I was like, I'm not even 30 yet. And I'm like a grandma. hundred percent. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm going out for drinks at this place. I'm like, oh no, no, do not invite me. I'm not going, me and Toby are going to some crappy Thai place. That's like no one goes to, it's fine. We're having the best time. It's great. <laughs> I posted this meme the other day that was, um, I need more friends who understand that I still want to be invited, but I won't be going. But I won't be going. hundred percent. That's me. I actually got an invite the other day. It's like Kayla. It's like, I literally says, I know you're not going to come, but I'm giving you the invite anyway. It's so nice to have the thought. You know, it's a thought that counts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and when you do go out, when you're like eating out, do you have any, like, what's your favorite dessert? Do you have any, I know you don't drink, but do you have any guilty pleasures? So like we love Asian food, but I don't really love Asian desserts. So like I more go towards like maybe a Greek cake or something that like my grandma's made or something after. Yes. Yeah. I don't really like love desserts unless they're like Greek desserts or like really nice Italian desserts, like tiramisu is like amazing, like a good one if you get one at a good restaurant. But I'm not like, I don't feel guilty or anything. I'm not like, oh no, I don't eat dessert. Like I love, I love a dessert, but yeah, nothing too. Tiramisu is like as far as I'll go with like cream wise because I get like a little bit sick if I eat too much cream. Oh, is it lactose? Lactose intolerance? Yeah, this, I'm not intolerant. I reckon I'm just sensitive. I, was, I wasn't intolerant as a baby, which made my mum's life hell, but I'm just now sensitive because <laughs> I, I can still have a milk coffee and not want to, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we need to do that. <laughs> I actually read one of your articles the other day that was something about like what your poop says about you. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, girl, that's down to earth. <laughs> And you guys got engaged this year, which is so exciting. Mm. We got engaged last year and we've just started to Yeah, thank you. Just started to think about wedding plans. So how did Toby propose? Did you expect it? And what are your plans? So I was actually like what like I loved it at the time and but I was watching the video back and I was like why would you do that when I look like he honestly he wanted me to like not expect it at all so we just went to our normally normal family dinner um which is like always like 10 11 people anyway so like expected nothing I was wearing his jacket like so he has this like crappy jacket that he's like so comfortable and I was wearing that and some shorts and just like dirty shoes and like my hair was still wet in a ponytail <laughs> and I like got up and everyone was looking at me weird and I was like and my auntie goes, <gasps> like, makes this, like, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I, I thought there was a spider or something on me. And I, I just went, what, <laughs> what? Like, like, I paused and I was like, I just wanted to know if anyone wanted dessert. And she's like, oh, my God, turn around. And I was like, oh, my God. So, like, turned around and Toby was on one knee. And I was like, so I couldn't upload the video because I swore. <laughs> because I was, like, so I was like, oh, my God, upload that. Um, but I was like, oh, like, let's just, like, put a PG. And I was like, oh, my God, no way. And then. He just like, and I gave him a kiss and he was like, stand back up. I have to ask you. <laughs> so I like stood back up and I was like, oh my God. And he was like, oh, will you marry me? I was like, yeah. So I, I, I looked like I was almost like, I can't believe you waited this long. But I, like, I just went, yes, like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was cute. And then um, the ring was beautiful and everything was beautiful. And then straight away, everyone was just like, okay, so when are you getting married? I'm like, I don't know. Like, we're just going to get I'm not one of those girls that grew up my whole life, like, knowing what I wanted. I wasn't like, I want this wedding dress and I want it to be here. I just, 
was like, I have no idea. Like, can we just go to a registry and get married? And my mum was like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to elope so badly, but I just, I know my family would never, ever forgive me for that. (laughs) Never, ever. Like, never. My Greek family, never, ever. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, of course. So it'll be like a big wedding. Will it be a Greek Greek wedding? It will 100% be. Toby loves, like, when people ask, like, Toby, what he, he's like, oh, I'm Greek. Like, he just, he's like, like, I'm Greek. I, I went want a Greek wedding, I want a smash plates. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, well, you have the full. I went to a Greek wedding a couple of years ago. It was like 400 people, and you have to do the whole standing up sit. I don't speak a word of Greek except like kukla and yasu, and that's like, <laughs> that's about it. And will you have like the stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down wedding? Oh, that's a bit hectic. Look, no. <laughs> I, don't think so. I think we'll just make it like stereotype Greek but not like real traditional Greek like, so we'll just like smash plates and have Greek music and make everyone feel like so awkward and hilarious but we just yeah no so not so gonna be yeah no it's gonna be the up down up down in the church <laughs> for two hours swipping like swapping the head thing no, no it okay. was really hectic I was like wow this is really intense <laughs> it's okay I always say it's okay if you're the the bride and groom but if you're the people watching and it's a hot day it's just no nope Nope. Uh, we had like three yayas faint because it was like 40 degrees. <laughs> right, that church and they don't have air conditioning. I know exactly what you're talking about. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have plans for a family? Yeah, definitely. Like I've always like, like that's 100% on the cards, 100% always. Like I don't, I don't know when and I don't know when the, like, the right time is, but definitely. Oh, that's so exciting. You're still so young as well. You're 26, right? 26 now? No, I literally wanted kids when I met Toby. No, No, you know what? It was so funny because my grandma, like, wasn't – my other grandma, she's very traditional, so she wanted me to, you know, be with a Greek man and have Greek babies, and she met Toby, and she saw his eye color, like he's got blue eyes and dark skin, and she honestly was like – she came up to me, she's like, in Greek, she's like, Yes, I need you to marry him immediately and have children because he's beautiful. (laughs) Immediately, Kayla, immediately. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned that there's lots more coming on the horizon. Yes. Is it super secret? Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. It's totally secret, but by the end of like, by 20, like by next year, it will be like, you'll be like, all right, like got it. This is amazing. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Exciting. How do you come up with all your new ideas? Like, where do you get your inspiration? Yeah, I want to be able to say what, what I what, like <laughs> that, but it will give it away. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we will have to stay tuned. So so exciting. All, all we can say is like the community provides so much feedback. So like we're just wanting to cater to the community and all the things that they want. Yes. Okay. 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 I'm very excited. (laughs) So just to finish up, I love this question because usually you bring up like the craziest things. What are three interesting things about you that don't usually come up in these kind of interviews? It would be something like your coral, like your fear of coral. If we hadn't, if we hadn't already covered that. Yeah. I feel like we've covered all these things. (laughs) So like, do you have any like tattoos or allergies? No, no, no. no. I am a Greek grandma. (laughs) I do not have tattoos. I do not have allergies. I am like, I am what you see is what you get with me. Like I am stay at home. I feel like everyone knows. I like, I don't have anything surprising. Like I don't drink alcohol. I don't have tattoos. Like I don't like, you know, I'm just. Do you have a middle name? I do. It's Jamie. Oh, My dad wanted me to be called James because he was like, (laughs) I'm going to have a boy. (laughs) Because his name is Dimitri, which translates then to James or Jimmy. So he called me 
Jamie, which is like in between. That's so, so my actual name, okay, here we go. My actual, my Greek name is Galliopi. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, Kayla doesn't sound very Greek. Yeah, so Galliopi Dimitria Etsine. That's my name. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So Etsinus is a Greek name, right? Yeah, it's from Kos. And what do, how, I mean, so many people must ask you, what oh, is, what's the yeah. funniest pronunciation you've ever had? Well, someone, someone literally came up to me at the boot camp. I'm not even kidding. She's like, Kayla, she's American. She's like, I'm not kidding. I read your name as It's Fitness for about two years until <laughs> you wrote it down on a quote on Instagram. I'm like, sorry, It's Fitness. She's like, I honestly thought that's that was what your name was. I'm like, no. But like, Itzens, It Signs, Intestines. <laughs> intestines. Literally anything you can think of. Just oh, wow. That's a cracker. <laughs> And the very last question, since I love quotes so much, I'm actually really surprised I made it all the way to the end without throwing them down your throat because they usually come up halfway through. What is your favorite motivational quote? Mm-hmm. I have so many. Like I literally have so many. I've uploaded one like a while ago that like a few like women loved and it was like never apologize for being a powerful woman. So like don't apologize if like you get in a position where you you feel powerful, you are powerful, you're confident, like don't apologize for that. And it's not necessarily being like, don't apologize for being the president. It's like, honestly, if you're in a position where you feel powerful and strong and sexy and confident, then don't apologize for that. Such amazing advice. And I think we do. We apologize all the time. And it's like, no, oh, yeah. just own it. Oh yeah. And we always like, and I was saying this, like at, like a business chicks event that we don't like accept compliments. We say like, no, like this was only twenty dollars. When someone says, "I like your dress," oh no, it was only twenty dollars. We just just need to be like, "Thank you so much!" Like, "Thank you so much." That's so nice of you. Like, end of conversation. Yeah, I think it's just our natural reaction to like hundred percent play it down. I do it all the time, and I'm trying to catch myself up and be like, "No, thank you. Accept a compliment, you weirdo." Yeah, that's it. That's right. Because people don't because you actually make people feel more awkward when you don't accept their compliment because they're like, "Okay, I was just trying to compliment." You. Yeah. <laughs> sorry (laughs) well thank you so so much for your time I feel like I could go on forever you are just so down to earth and the loveliest human doing oh thank you (laughs) doing such incredible things for the world I cannot wait to see what's coming next I can't even imagine thanks Sarah yeah so I'll include links to the sweat app to your blog to everything thank you so much thank you for having me as influential as Kanye, and yet as down-to-earth as this, and at only 26 years old. Isn't she just an absolute legend? I think I blew out the audio more than a few times. I'm so sorry about deafening you all. When I'm recording remotely, I have my earphones plugged into the computer, and then nothing plugged into the microphone, so I can't tell that I'm actually deafening you all the time. So, soz guys, just getting a little bit excited here. I was brimming with business questions about Kayla's you know, incredible growth and success, and she's such a savvy businesswoman, but there's plenty of further information out there about BBG and sweat and the business side of things. So I really wanted to show here just what a down-to-earth, grounded person she is. And that's the perfect example of what CZA is all about, is looking at the person behind the scenes and really their identity separate to what they do, because we're so defined by what we do. And I loved hearing so much about just who she is as a person, what she does when she's not training and what her priorities really are. So I hope you enjoyed too getting to know Kayla better and had a good old cackle with us and 
All the links for more information are in the show notes for you. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe as the next few guests are equally as inspiring. I'm so excited about the pipeline. And if you liked this episode, please take a moment now, do it now, screenshot it now and share it and tag Kayla and Sweat and myself so we know what you think and let us know how it helped you yay because that would make me yay. And the more that we can all see the yay, the better. (laughs) Oh my gosh, sometimes I sound like such a dog. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for the ones to come. Hope you're having an amazing day and that you're seizing your yay.